Peak Wealth Management proudly presents the Trust the Plan podcast with Nick Hopwood and Jim Pilot, where we believe by providing education and guidance, we can help you retire with peak confidence. Now, here are your certified financial planners, Nick and Jim. Welcome. Welcome, everyone, to episode 191 of the Trust the Plan podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm Jim. And Jim, yesterday, we were at the MIS uh, in Michigan International Speedway oh, yeah? for uh, the NASCAR race. Wow. I bet that was an experience. <laughs> yeah. It was fun people watching. You know, yeah. it was my first NASCAR race. Uh-huh. Unfortunately, the race was canceled after only like 60 laps. Some rain. So they're going to do it again today. Yeah, it was, it was rainy all day. Okay. They got in some, some laps, but uh, we were like pretty close to the track, which I guess is the cheap seats because mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't see very much. <laughs> right. But it, it was loud. Yeah. Right. We had to have earplugs and everything. And what was really amazing was that being in row 10, you know, there's a certain level of sound, right, mm-hmm. of the engines. And then if you walk down 10, 10 rows to the, to the very front, mm-hmm. it's like twice as loud. Oh, as really? Row 10, you wow. know? So I feel like maybe if you were at the top, you didn't need earplugs. Yeah. But when you're right in the front, oh, yeah. they're going 200 miles an hour. Yeah. Yeah, it's loud. I had an interesting experience as well for our family went to the Tiger game on Saturday which in itself, it was a good game. That wasn't the experience. What was really unique about it was that that same evening was like WrestleMania something. And the people that were down there, I mean, wrapped around Ford Field, like I've never seen more people in my life trying to get in to watch an event, let alone wrestling. Nice. I haven't uh, kept up with wrestling in the last uh, 20 years or so. but Yeah, I'm behind. Yeah. I, I can... I can... Quote some 80s wrestlers, but <laughs> yeah. that's about it. Yeah, but it was fascinating to see the, the, the pure amount of people down there cool. standing in line to watch that. Excellent. No, no signs of recession, right? No, no. <laughs> All right, so today we're going to be talking about the student loan uh, situation, okay? Mm-hmm. So in the past on this show, on this podcast, we've talked about the forgiveness aspect of it, mm-hmm. right? Like. The ten thousand or twenty thousand or whatever it was, which is not happening, mm-hmm. right? But something different today. Yeah, it started with an article I came across. Um, you know, and this is all a result of the debt ceiling negotiation, right? Is they kept every time because of COVID, they paused, you know, hit the pause button on student loans, and they just kept extending, kept extending. Well, part of the debt ceiling negotiation was, you know, no more extending. People have to start paying their student loans again. So. This had gone on for 42 months, which is crazy to think about mm-hmm. how long that's been. But 42 months that this has been taking place, and uh, student loan payments are are set to to resume shortly. So um, the article that came across just talked about that situation being true for people. But there's a couple of things that stood out to me with the article. I mean, this you know because of COVID, they put the pause on these student loans, which was a lifeline for people, right? It said we don't know what kind of transition you might be in. Maybe you can work. Maybe you can't. We want to to give you this leeway to not make these student loan payments. And I found it interesting to go through and and see that because of that, some people said this is great, <clears throat> right? And what they did is they they took all that extra cash that they were paying on student loans, they paid off cars, they paid off credit cards, right? They used it to save more. They used it to get ahead, right? Um, I love that you know opportunity using it as an opportunity to get ahead. That makes right. the most sense to me. Right. And some interesting statistics were 40% of the people uh, who were in this situation paid down debt. Uh, 37% used it as an opportunity to actually grow their savings. 
28% actually added to their investments um, and 24% were starting saving for a new home. So like you said. So that means like, you know, basically two thirds to three quarters of people didn't do that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good observation. Yeah. And that was, that was what became interesting about the articles. Like you said, using this lifeline as an opportunity to, to do these great things and to pay down debt and to add to savings was awesome. Right. And now that student loans are going to begin again, the payments are going to begin. Well, if you don't ever have credit, you know, car payments anymore, or credit card payments, right now you can absorb those, those payments that are starting. So for that other uh, group that took it as an opportunity to say, Hey, look, I have more money in my pocket. <laughs> Let's do more fun stuff. Let's do more fun stuff. Right. So 53% of people who found themselves in that situation got a new credit card. So not only they, they went out and found more new debt to take on by getting a new credit card. 36% took out an auto loan. 15% took out a, a mortgage or a personal loan. Um, and 24% overall said their debt obligations increased. So not only did they have a break from paying the loan, they went out and took on more loans. So now when these loans start, you know, trouble is going to begin. Yeah. So these, these stats, right. Um, they're not necessarily all bad, but mm -hmm. you know, the idea is that the, 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 uh, lesson that we can draw from it is that people didn't take advantage, but just because you had an auto loan, right. We're talking 42 months, mm -hmm. right. I mean, how long do you drive your car for? Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just a natural thing that would happen anyway for a lot of people. Um, also, you know, taking on a mortgage, right? Maybe yeah. they were going to do that anyway. Right. So we can't draw that result from any one point, mm -hmm. but when you start adding up a lot, there's a lot of analysts who are concerned about retailers. Like, um, mm -hmm. you know, now that a lot of my money each month is going to go back to this loan, I can't spend money at, right. you know, at Best Buy or Amazon or Walmart or right. Target or whatever. That, yeah, I think that's, that's a great point. Right. Uh, not, not, you know, not all debt is bad debt, right? There's, like you said, you know, doing a mortgage and things like that. Um, so we don't want to skew the stats, but like you said, 85% of people believe they'll have hardship once the student loan payments begin. That is a very high number. Yeah. I mean, that's significant. Yeah. And that's, my, my mind went to the same place to say, well, what is the ripple effect of this going to be? You know, if 36% won't be able to contribute to savings, you know, there's other stats in there about how many people are, you know, going to have to cut back and can't pay their bills. Well, if you can't pay your bills, your discretionary spending goes down. And one of the biggest drivers to the economy is personal consumption, right? Yeah. So if mm -hmm. that all decreases, um, it could have a trickle effect in the economy. So I believe, and I don't have it in front of me, but I believe the number was $300 billion per year worth of repayments, right? Mm -hmm. That's what is going to, it's going to go from zero to 300 billion, which will be good for the federal deficit, right? Mm -hmm. But uh, for the, uh, you know, for the general economy, we're sucking money out of the economy by 300 billion mm -hmm. and, you know, 300 billion here, 300 billion there. All of a sudden we're only at 2.4% growth you know, and that mm -hmm. by definition would be coming down. So is it, is it a, a small hurdle or is it a major obstacle? We'll have to see, uh, but it's definitely going to be a headwind. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's, it's, we don't know the long-term effects of it until, you know, we see the numbers play out. It'll affect more, some people more than others. Other people, you know, either have taken steps to, to eliminate the debt or we're not in, you know, that position to begin with. Uh, but for those that uh, found themselves in a, a tight position, 
to begin with and took this lifeline and used it as an opportunity to dig a bigger hole. Um, could be some challenging times ahead. I want to just take a, a, a moment here and remind everyone that in a couple of weeks, we'll be transitioning from TD Ameritrade to Charles Schwab as a result of the, the merger acquisition. If you have any questions about the transition, please reach out to us, email, phone call, whatever. We're here for you. And make sure that you go to advisorclient.com to set up your new Charles Schwab login. Anything else, Jim, that you want to talk about on the student loan situation? Um, no, I, I think we covered it pretty good. You know, it's just to me, it wasn't necessarily about the student loan situation. What, I, what is what I found interesting, but it was the if you receive a lifeline or you receive a, a gift, right? Is what are you going to do with that? How are you going to use that to? Are you going to use it to better your situation, or are you going to use it to ultimately dig yourself a bigger hole? I wonder what the stats are. Is it half and half, or yeah. you know, what did it turn out to be? But I could see that being the the outcome. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for that information. And uh, once again, if you are uh, listening to the podcast, check us out on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash peakwealthmgmt. And please like and subscribe to the episode. It really helps us out. And if you are interested in speaking with us further, if you'd like to set up a time to have a second opinion, please reach out to us and schedule online at peakwm.com. Peak Wealth Management thanks you for watching and listening to the Trust the Plan podcast featuring certified financial planners Nick Hopwood and Jim Pilot. If you enjoyed our program, please subscribe and share. If you'd like to learn more about our services, please visit peakwm.com, peakwm.com today. See you next week.